Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul the Nitro Scars. Welcome to this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro here on Spotify and Anchor.fm. We got ourselves a great show tonight. We're going to talk about Kevin Owens. We're going to talk about John Moxley. Our cover story, there are no more pro wrestling fans, believe it or not. I'll tell you about that in our main story. Plus, we'll talk about Hit Row. Plus, this week in wrestling history and a parting shot and an update about an upcoming episode of my podcast. So without any further ado, let's begin. We begin with Monday Night Raw. We'll start with Kevin Owens. He has definitely woken up, and his killer instinct is back. You can sense it. You can feel it. Kevin Owens is not playing anymore. He is getting sick and tired of being put down in the mid-cards. This is creative's fault. And Kevin Owens is going to stick it right up their rear ends. I can feel it when he put out Ezekiel. That was the right way to do it. And by the way, Ezekiel's family in that promo, absolutely ridiculous. You see, this is what POs Kevin Owens. Boy, I'll tell you one thing. Kevin Owens is targeting Roman Reigns right now. And believe me, this time he's coming full force. Could we see possibly... Finally, the correction that needs to be made. Could we possibly see Stone Cold Kevin Owens? You know, he told the Usos, yeah, you tell your boss, I'll, I mean, he owes me one. <laughs> and then Roman, I don't owe anybody anything. I'm the tribal chief. I don't owe him a damn thing. Really? Really? You're going to owe him all right. Trust me on that. Kevin Owens is back more vicious than ever. And you better believe Roman Reigns, yeah, you owe him something for that. And he's coming to collect, brother. I'm talking maybe possibly Stone Cold Kevin Owens. The real Kevin Owens. Not this bogus Kevin Owens we've been seeing the last couple of months. The real Kevin Owens. He's back. And boy, he's going to be causing a lot of trouble in the WWE. Moving on, let's talk about Ciampa. I got a little warning for Ciampa. The Miz will betray you. Trust me on that. I know you're getting a big opportunity right now. You're getting put into the spotlight thanks to The Miz. And you think The Miz is great and all that, but why don't you ask Logan Paul um, what The Miz did to him at WrestleMania? Don't think he's going to turn around and do that to you. He's only in it for himself. He's a megastar. He'll use anybody to get what he needs done because he's a Miz. He's a coward. Give me a break. As far as I'm concerned, Ciampa, he's going to betray you just like he did Logan Paul. And if I was you, I would get away from him as fast as you can. I know you're trying to get into the moving up into the ladder, maybe get some good victories underneath your belt against some quality competition on your own. And as what Ciampa can do, and then Ciampa could be the focus of the of the uh, mid-card status, maybe intercontinental title. But if he wants that world title, the first thing he needs to do is get rid of the Miz. The Miz will betray you. He's only in it for himself. Don't say it. I didn't warn you, Ciampa. Finally, let's let's talk about Ezekiel, shall we? As I mentioned earlier. He was taken out by Kevin Owens, and it's about time to end the charade. 
Did you see the promo, the picture afterward with Ezekiel's father? That was Ezekiel wearing an old man's glasses and a cheap-looking old man's uh, mustache. But the Ezekiel family is going to get revenge on you, Kevin Owens, for hurting my son. Please, please stop. Please stop. You are, you are Elias with a shave and a decent haircut. It's time to end the charade. And everyone looking like Elias, really? With Elias out there? Come on, this is Photoshopped. This is Photoshopped. It looks absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I'm going to be on the comeback trail there. Ezekiel giving the big thumbs up. Right. Come on. We need to end the charade right now. I'm telling you, end it. I mean, it's over. It's just played over. And with that, that ends Monday Night Raw for this week. All right, now let's get to our main story. And this is a very good topic I want to bring up tonight. Uh, two weeks ago on Jim Cornette's, I believe, uh, Experience or Drive, or not sure which show, Jim made a perfect point in telling everyone that there are no pro wrestling fans left. How true it is. And and I, I'm the first to say, my God, there is no more pro wrestling fans. There are no pro wrestling fans that cannot be- suspend their, dis- uh, their belief. They cannot suspend reality for just a split second. They cannot just look at the match itself with a fresh, open eyes and think, who's going to win? Come on, I hope he wins. We're rooting for him. That's professional wrestling. That's what made it so good. It made it real. We were proud of it. But then all of a sudden, here it comes. K-Fade's broken. The internet's open. Oh, boy. Oh, he's going to win the championship. Really? Really, we really want to see that. Oh, yeah, we know Roman's going to drop them out to Drew. I don't want to know that. I really don't want to know that. But then some people are like, well, then don't read it. What do you? I didn't get a memo telling me what to read and what not to read. Excuse me. Excuse me. First off, Jim Cornette is right. There are no more pro wrestling fans left. There are sports entertainment fans. I can't believe that. I'm trying to get these words out of my mouth. They are now sports entertainment fans. Ugh, uh, that's disgust. Uh, that 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 rubs me the wrong way. It rubs me the wrong way. Oh my God! I'm a pro wrestling fan. I wish I was still a pro wrestling fan, but I can't say that anymore. You can't really say that anymore. You're now a sports entertainment fan. Oh, look at the flips outside. Oh, he's severely hurt. Let's see how long he's out. Really, really. Can you believe in the angle and storyline as it's shown on television? And what happened to all the live events all across the country? What, they now limit that so we can focus on Raw, SmackDown, on television? Well, there's signs, yeah, there's signs, yeah, I could beat Roman in five minutes. You need to sit down and keep quiet, kid. Boo, Roman. But come on, you're not going to beat Roman in five minutes. Come on. Oh, my God, but I'm, I'm sorry, but Jim's right. And if you want to look back maybe two, uh, two weeks ago, either on the experience of the drive through he gives a perfect explanation of it. And he's right how true it is. There are no more pro wrestling fans. Back in the day, in the 80s, I was a pro wrestling fan. I was dang proud of it. And people say, oh, it's fake. It's fake. It's not fake. I still don't want to say it's fake. It's real. 
But then I have to ascertain to the sports entertainment fan and say, come on, dude, we know the inside track. Well, yeah, I know the inside track, too, but I choose not to reveal it. This is why I do this show like this, because I do not do the inside track. Oh, he's going to drop the belt to Drew. Oh, the uh, Montez Ford is going to be a single star. That's how they're going to push him. I don't want to know that right now. I don't want to know that. Put it on television when you're ready to so that I can be thoroughly entertained. Not this crap. Come on. Seriously? And that's why you will never, ever hear me talk about, oh, he's going to drop the strap. You will hear me say there's a possibility that he could lose the title. That's based on me being a fan. Being a fan and looking at the matches itself. And saying to myself, man, Drew's got a good chance of beating Roman. He's got good skills. He's got uh, Roman's number. And when I make my predictions, it's the same way. It is the same way. If I say I may have heard something, you don't want to, you don't hear those sources, do you? No, because I don't reveal those sources. I am a wrestling fan. Unfortunately, there is no more. Such thing as a wrestling fan. There's no more wrestling fans anymore. They're sports entertainment fans. I still can't believe I'm saying that. I'm just going to leave it right there. I'm going to leave it right there. I'm leaving it alone. Right there. That's it. And that is your main story for this week. We're going to take a timeout. Coming up, we'll go to AEW. We'll talk John Moxley, the Young Bucks. And later, we go to SmackDown to talk about the return of Hit Row. More of Saturday evenings with the Nitro after this. Time out. Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul the Nitro Scarvers. I have an announcement to make about my Facebook group. Uh, this past week, I have been contemplating what changes need to be made for my Facebook group. There's been some circumstances beyond our control where Unfortunately, I've been not been able to upload my podcast onto my Facebook group as well as YouTube videos. That's why I had to move Nitro's Classic Match of the Week to my YouTube channel. I don't understand why they make it that complicated. But nonetheless, this is not a political viewpoint. So therefore, beginning on after Labor Day weekend, Monday, September 7th, I will announce what changes will be made to my Facebook group including some additions. You might see more exclusive video from me. I'm right now in the midst of planning right now to uh, upgrade my Facebook group to make it better despite all the changes and all the rules with Facebook. Enough about the political commentary. That is what I want to say after Labor Day weekend on September 7th. I will make that announcement right here on this podcast. Thanks so much. Please join our Facebook group www.facebook.com slash Saturday evenings and Sunday mornings with the Nitro. Whatever is left up there, there's plenty still content on there. Take a look at it. And beginning September 7th, I'll tell you about all the new and exciting changes that are going to be happening to our Facebook group. Uh, uh, Facebook group. Again, thank you so very much for your patience. And believe me, this Facebook group is going to just get getting, getting better and better each and every time. Thank you so very much. Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul DeNitro. Scars here for Anchor.fm. Well, we're nearing the Labor Day weekend, and get and why not get entertained with our tremendous podcasts here at Anchor.fm? 
And why not create your own podcast? It's simple. It's free. It's easy to set up. You can make money off of it, and it streams on all services, Spotify, Google, Apple, and all other streaming services. Get ready for the Labor Day weekend with Spotify and Anchor.fm. Hello again, everybody. Welcome back to this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. Thank you so very much for joining us. Excuse for one moment. Had to get a little drink of water there. <laughs> Sometimes when you do the show, your mouth gets dry. You need some water to uh, get ready to keep going with the podcast. Water is good for you. But enough about all the health sense and all that stuff. Let's get back to wrestling. Let's go to AEW. Let's talk about John Moxley. He has absolutely no respect for CM Punk. And I want to bring this up right now. Uh, Tony Khan, you're jumping the gun there a little bit, ain't you? By booking the unification match, which should be at All Out. Now you're booking it on Dynamite this Wednesday. Are they so hating of each other that you just had to book it on Wednesday? Is it because your ratings are not doing too good, Tony? Why are you jumping the gun? Let it build up. Let it cook. Let it let it uh, build up for excitement. I know they hate each other. Moxley's got no respect for CM Punk and vice versa. You see Moxley bump him out of the way, flip him the bird, and then CM Punk comes up with a pretty good promo last this past Wednesday on Dynamite saying that John Moxley ain't even the third best man of his group. Ooh, that's a little stinger right there. And they want to fight, man. John Moxley hates CM Punk. CM Punk hates John Moxley. Why don't you just have a non-title match on Dynamite instead and build up an angle to get you ready for the pay-per-view? That's what I would do. But unfortunately, John Moxley... And CM Punk's, John Austin's got no respect for CM Punk. He hates CM Punk. He hates the fact that he's the interim AEW World Champion. He said so himself. He hates interim. Makes him sick to his stomach. Well, the only cure is to beat CM Punk. And we're going to see that clash apparently Wednesday on Dynamite. I wish they would have just a non-title match and just set up for all out on pay-per-view. That would have been a much better idea. But John Moxley has no respect for CM Punk. CM Punk has no respect for John Moxley. It's going to be a war. Let's talk about Sting. How much longer can he go? Um, I don't know if it's going to be that much longer. I think that Sting probably be out of here by January of this coming year. I think Sting, Sting's been in this business since late 1985. That's a lot of years in this business. And respect to the Stinger. I grew up watching the Stinger on television, by the way. That shows you how long Sting's been in this business. But I think Sting is probably going to be done by January of this year. He's got nothing more to prove. He's got nothing more to prove. He's Sting. And I think that Sting should go into the w the WWE Hall of Fame, which I don't know whether that's going to happen or not. But nonetheless, I think Sting will probably be done and out of here by January of 2023. It's been a great run. For the Stinger. We'll see what happens. Next up, the Young Bucks. The, can Kenny Omega save them from their downfall? Well, apparently it has because they advanced to the um, 
semifinals of the trios tournament. But Kenny doesn't look like Kenny at all in that tournament. He looks like a semi-Kenny. At 70%, yeah, he had the Bucks help him win the match. And, of course, Kenny, that decompression suit. Okay, that's something new. Anyway, I don't think Kenny's at 100% yet, but I don't know why he forced a comeback or something. Maybe the young Bucks asked him to. I'm not too sure about that, but at least for the time being, I will say they helped Kenny Omega, helped him prevent them from the downfall. The rest is up to the young Bucks. And that is AEW for this week. We're going to take a timeout when we come back. More, we'll go to SmackDown. We'll talk about Hit Row. They're back, plus Gunther. And then this week in Wrestling History and a Parting Shot. All this and more next on this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro after this timeout. Hello, everybody. I'm Paul the Nitro Skyvers. Coming up, our new videos are now out now at my YouTube channel, www.youtube.com slash Paul Skyvers. First, on From the Mind of the Nitro Predictions. From SummerSlam up to Labor Day weekend, with WWE and AEW. Some very interesting thoughts on that. Then on Nitro Memories, it's part two of our look back at July 1987. Hulk Hogan faces his biggest challenge since Andre the Giant and the rise in popularity of the Macho Man, Randy Savage. And don't forget, every Sunday, it's the Nitro Classic Match of the Week right here on our YouTube channel. And next week, right here on this podcast, I will announce what's going to be happening on the next episodes of From the Mind of the Nitro and Nitro Memories, which will be released on Saturday, on Saturday, September the the 10th. That's right, Saturday, September the 10th. Don't forget, go to www.youtube.com slash Paul Skivers today. Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul DeNitro Scars. Welcome back to this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. Thanks so much for joining us. Let's go to SmackDown. Now let's talk about Hit Row. They are back, but does anyone care? I guess apparently they do right now. Hold on just a second, please. Just another drink of water there. Um, Hit Row. Yeah, I think people are starting to get interested now in Hit Row. They got more time. They're getting more exposure. They're getting their rap out. They took care of Max Dupree's. It's Max Dupree, people. I don't need to do the Dupree and all that crap. The Max Dupree and Dupree's modeling agency took care of that. And then Hit Row went into their own original rap. They got good teamwork. They got their uh, characters down. They got their rap down. I think Hit Row is going to make people start caring within a couple weeks. Here on SmackDown. And finally on SmackDown, let's talk about Gunther. Can anyone dethrone him as Intercontinental Champion? I'm going to see, I'm going to play a wait and see, see how uh, Sheamus does against Gunther at at the uh, Castle event in um, Cardiff on September 3rd. I got the date wrong. You'll have to excuse me for that. September 3rd is the date. And by the way, next week. Right here on Saturday evenings with the Nitro, I'll give you my picks for Clash at the Castle on September the 3rd. But as far as Gunther goes, 
I'm going to play a wait and see and see how Sheamus does against Gunther. If Gunther gets by Sheamus, I don't know if I could see anyone right now winning the Intercontinental title from Gunther at this time. And that is SmackDown for this week. We're going to take our last time out when we come back this week in wrestling history and a parting shot, some advice to Sasha Banks and Naomi. All this and more coming up on this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro after this timeout. Hello, everybody. I'm Paul the Nitro Skyvers here coming up this Sunday on Sunday mornings with the Nitro at www.wordpress.com slash Paul Skyvers. I will compare the CM Punk versus John Moxley uh, feud, so to speak, with an old feud from back in the 80s. Find out what feud this is and how it compares to CM Punk versus John Moxley and what differences they are. All this and more this Sunday on Sunday mornings with the Nitro at www.wordpress.com slash The Daily Chin Lock. And don't forget about my webpage, The Nitro Connection at www.saturdayeveningswiththenitro.com. Some information next week on my podcast about some additions to my website. Thank you very much. Welcome back, everyone, to this edition of Saturday Eatings with the Nitro. Thank you so much for joining us. Right now, it's time for This Week in Wrestling History. On, on August 15, 1970, in Portland, Oregon, the Claw defeated Beauregard. On August 18, 1980, in New Orleans, Louisiana, Terry Gordy and Buddy Roberts of the Freebirds defeated the Junkyard Dog and the Colonel Buck Robley. On August 19, 1984, in Orlando, Florida, Kevin Sullivan and superstar Billy Graham defeated Billy Jack Haynes and the one-man gang in a barroom brawl Canadian Lumberjack match. And finally, on August 18, 1972, in Asbury Park, New Jersey, Professor Toru Tanaka and Mr. Fuji defeated Gorilla Monsoon and Sonny King. And that is this week in wrestling history. And now it's time for my parting shot. There's been rumors going around lately, and yes, I'm reading those rumors as well, even though I am a pro wrestling fan. I wanted to bring up some innuendo and stuff that allegedly Sasha Banks and Naomi are going to be coming back to the WWE. Oh, they're, they're going to sign with the WWE. I got a little piece of advice for Sasha and Naomi. Please, for God's sake, please do not sign that contract with the WWE. You don't want to go through that again, even if Triple H is in charge, even if he apologizes to you. You don't think that some of the same creative team that forced you out of the WWE are still going to are just going to be disappearing? No, they probably still have their jobs. If I was you two, please go to AEW. Straight out. I'm telling you, AEW is where it's at. Tony Khan, please do yourself a favor. I keep telling you this time in and time out. Get on the phone. You've got enough money. You bring Naomi and Sasha Banks into AEW, and you do so right away because if they start with the WWE, I think that's a mistake on their part. It's a mistake. I say they'll do much better in AEW. Besides, 
Both of them have done everything in the WWE. Why go back? Start fresh. AEW is right there. The women's division will be glad to have you aboard. Do yourselves a favor. Please do not go back to the WWE. Sign with AEW. Get on the phone with Tony Khan and said, hey, bring the money. We want into AEW. Let's negotiate this thing. Let's get it done. That's the best advice I can give you guys. Thank you very much. And that is my parting shot for this week. <clears throat> and with that, that ends this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro, a program note. Uh, don't forget, we're up, upcoming our 50th episode, and I am working right now on a double feature for the 50th episode, and I'm going to keep that under wraps because it's in the early stages of, <coughs> excuse me, the early stages of formulating this uh, special episode. It's going to be a unique episode, by the way along with the 50th episode of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. And as I mentioned, next week, right here on Saturday Evenings with the Nitro, I will have my picks for Clash at the Castle right here next week. And in just a couple weeks' time, excuse me, and in a couple weeks' time, Pro Wrestling Illustrated is going to be releasing their PWI poll for 2022. That issue will hit the shelves probably next week or the week after, immediately probably after the 50th episode, I will do a special edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro featuring the 2022 PWI poll. So that's what's going on here on Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. And with that, that ends this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. Thank you so very much for joining us. Until next week, I'm Paul DeNitro Skyver saying so long, everybody.